0: Hi, I'm Courtney Adams, and this podcast is designed to help you step deeper into your power and your authenticity, do epic shit in the world, and create massive expansion in your life and business. Listen on to find out more. All right. Hello, everyone. I have Jen Navarro here and we're going to talk about how to create money with your energy. I am really really excited to talk to you guys about this because it's such a, like a foreign concept like how do you create money out of thin air like with your mind and with your body and not through like taking a bunch of action and hustling for it. And I really wanted to take the time to just kind of like break it down and explore that concept. And, um, yeah. So Jen, you want to introduce yourself?
1: Yes. Hi, I'm Jen Navarro. I'm the healers coach. I teach spiritual healers, energy healers, basically anybody whose purpose it is to shift the energy of earth <laughs> and help people <laughs> rise in their vibration. During this time to build a full time business so they can live off of this passion and and skill. Wow. Okay.
0: I was literally about to ask, like, what is an energy healer? But you explained it so beautifully, like shifting the energy of the world. So, like, shifting the energy from what to
1: what? So, shifting the energy. So, maybe I back up a step and explain, like, what I believe energy Mm -hmm. is or what vibration is. So, for me there are like frequencies literally like the vibration of particles in the air from like light, sound, emotion like the our heartbeats and the way that our bodies vibrate emit an energy. Mm-hmm. So if the energy of the time or the space has like this frequency that feels uncomfortable in our body, right? A lot of people don't know what to do with that. So when we're feeling things like hate or sadness or depression, and we don't know how to process that energy and we keep it, right? We keep it in our bodies without the healing of that energy. It causes like first destruction to ourselves and then destruction to others and then destruction to our environments So I believe that the purpose of an energy healer, whether you're like a yoga teacher, or if you're like teaching children, you're like a preschool teacher. You could be a teacher. You can be a writer, right? And your intention is to help uplift the energy of the people who are interacting with your work. That's what makes you an energy healer. Wait, did I answer the question?
0: that makes total sense. That makes total sense. I love that. So This might be a little bit off topic, but, but whenever I think about, like, whenever we're talking about, like, energies and stuff like that, I always, like, worry about my own energy. I'm like, oh my god, am I putting off, like, a weird energy then? (laughs) Because, like, I feel weird inside a lot of the time. (laughs) So, like, how do you know the difference between, like, you, and also, like, with my, with my clients, when we actually look at, like, our money, their money beliefs and stuff like that, they're like, oh shit, I have... So many limiting money beliefs. My energy must be really fucked. Like, I must be like pushing money away like crazy. Like, how do you reconcile like the kind of feelings or just like emotions that you have in your body with the energy that you're manifesting with?
1: Mm, okay. I thought you were going to ask me a different question. Okay. <laughs> I was like, wait, I'm preparing like the energy of money. No. So, I think that the way we find out. Or the way that we know our energy, like whatever energy we're emitting, is to really be first like accepting of ourselves in the moment. You've got to start there. If you're not and you're liable to judge whatever the energy is, then there's this tendency that we all have to like cover it with something else oh, I'm not, I don't feel weird. I'm just a little blah, 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 you know, and you'll fill in the blank. You're just like, I'm just like a little off because I woke up late and I just had to hurry to get here. And like, it's not true honesty, you know, with ourselves or true awareness of where we are. So if we start with like this, like blanket or this like base baseline of I'm going to accept wherever it is that I am in this moment without judgment for myself, Then you can start to ask the questions, like, how do I really feel? You know, like, what is the emotion that's, like, coursing through my body right now? And that's when you get to start to know, right, like, what kind of energy you're emitting. Our emotions are what tells us humans, like, the energy that we're constantly emitting. But I think that's what scares people from going into what many call shadow work, so to explain to your people so my people are really like this language makes sense to them so let me make um, a little bit more sense of what shadow work is right like shadow work is the work we do in transforming like held trauma in the body or difficult emotions that we don't know how to process properly that means not avoiding them not um, resisting them, but really like going in, going in and feeling those emotions and allowing whatever comes up within us, whether it be like judgments against ourselves or regret from our past, right? Like being willing to feel those things and relive moments and in believing that once you get all the way through and you've processed all these things, you're no longer emitting that energy. So, I think what we do often is like avoid that shadow work, right? And so, in the abo- avoidance of going all the way in, we feel like we're fine. We're like, no, I'm fine. I don't feel that anymore. I never, you know, <laughs> I don't experience it.
0: Yeah. So, it's almost like you improve your energy by like feeling your emotions, like feeling into your emotions and allowing yourself to like process through them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. So like when it comes to, when it comes to money, then if someone's energy, like if you, if you are like aware that you're like feeling worried when you're spending money or, um, kind of worried about becoming homeless and like have these guilt thoughts about like wanting a lot of money and being like, I shouldn't want a lot of money. Like that's the root of all evil. We shouldn't ask for more than what we need. Like, if someone is is starting there, what mm. kind of what kind of energy do you think they would be like emitting then? And like what would they need to do to like
1: start taking the steps? So if we're emitting the like if we're feeling worried, right? If we're feeling worried or avoidant, because I think those go hand in hand kind of. Mm. When you check in and and listen to what the worry is saying to you, right? Like I'm really worried. I can't, like for instance, if you're thinking about making an investment, but you're really scared because you don't know if that investment is going to pay off for you. I mean, this has happened to me, right? Like the first time I had to pay a coach like ten thousand dollars up front. That shit's scary, man. Scary. But like. Not going into the fear keeps me on the other side of whatever happens when I step all the way into the fear, allow myself to feel it, like really feel it. Because I think when people worry, it's like that step before fear. It's like worry is here, fear is here, but on the other side of fear is everything that you ever wanted, right? So for me, worry is like sort of an avoidant emotion because we let ourselves worry, but we don't let ourselves get really like like we don't freak ourselves out to the point where we have to jump energies. You know what I mean? We have to jump into a different level. You have to go from fear into courage if you step all the way in, because once you do the thing that's so scary, you're not scared of it anymore. You looked it straight in the face. Mm. And then the courage comes rushing in and you're like, fuck, I got to do this or I'm definitely going to do this." It's just like a whole different emotion, but not allowing ourselves to even get to the fear, sitting in worry keeps us wherever we are. So whatever your life looks like when you're in that moment that you're spinning in worry, that's what your life is gonna continue to look like. It's not gonna make it any worse, right? Like sitting there deciding, well, I'm not going to make this investment because I'm too worried. It just keeps you exactly in the same place where you've been. So it it just doesn't get better you can worry your way all the way to the, you know, other extreme and really like hold yourself back. And you might, I mean, like, I'm not saying that homelessness is not an experience that you might have, you have for yourself in this lifetime. I'm also not judging it because, you know, when you start a business and you start it with nothing in your account, you know, something about yourself when you're willing to step that far in, you know,
0: for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, I know it's, it's a lot of people that I talk to, it's their kind of worst case scenario. But then I also know, like, so many stories of people who have been homeless, who have just, like, totally become, like, uber, like, like, happy and fulfilled. Not it's not like it, like that, because they stopped being homeless, but because it, like, for like, it forced force them to like really look into themselves and find their own inner strength that has nothing to do with money. And I think part of the reason why we do worry about money is because we give it the power. We give it the power to uh, like make us feel safe and to make us feel secure. And that's what has us so worried is that if we spend this $50 on food, then that means we are less safe.
1: Mm. Also, I just thought about this. home homelessness is not an energy it's a neutral situation it's like a neutral circumstance yeah so if you ever think that your energy is going to line up with the energy of homelessness that's not really how it works
0: yeah yeah that's so interesting
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah like if you're homeless you don't have a home it doesn't mean anything about you nelson mandela was in prison for 40 years You know, and like, when I think about people who have gone through like, situations like that, and he comes out to become the president of his country. It's just like, it is a neutral circumstance. But to get to that understanding of the neutrality of it, we we can't be judging ourselves. I mean, we can be, but then, you know, you never hit that neutral point where you're like, oh, wait, I really just have like. 42 cents or whatever it is, whatever the lowest amount of money you've ever had in your bank account is. And it's a thought, right? Like I'm going to be homeless, but you don't have to be.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so is what you're saying? Like you can have whatever amount in your bank account and shift into that, like energy of money or the vibration of money. Absolutely. Yeah. So like, tell me about that. How is that possible?
1: Because the interesting thing about money is we we forget that money is literally a currency. It's what we use to exchange energy with each other. It's like the tool of energy exchange, right? So Tell me a little about that. Yeah, if I'm exchanging like my money, whatever money might be, like in the olden times, right? If it's like chickens for cows or whatever, like whatever I am giving energetically, like if it's for a service or another good or whatever it is in the equal exchange of energy. So I give you however much money, right, $10,000. We'll just use that as the baseline. Then I, right. I give you this, you're giving me back that energy. And then I can turn that energy, whatever energy you're giving me, I can either turn that energy in like build it out exponentially. Like I can take all the energy that you're, that you're, let me see if I can explain this clearly. When we believe that the exchange is equal, when we believe that the exchange is equal, what we are going to do is we're going to transform the energy that we are receiving. And we can, this is where we can like double it. We can use that energy to create more. Right, like the, the little bit of energy that I'm giving to you in the form of like, like number, solid, hard cash, whatever you want to call it, money, that energetic exchange, this currency, it keeps like that giving and receiving loop going. If we stop the giving, then we stop the receiving as well. We have to be able to receive energy and give energy to keep the currency moving. So that's like with anything, with love. If I stop giving love then I stop getting love as well. Right. So it's, it's with money. Like if I stop putting my money forward, giving money, paying money, then I'll stop getting it as well.
0: That's so interesting. Cause um, like I said, before, before we hit record on this, like I went for a run before, before our um, recording. And the reason being is like, my, I was, I just like tuned into my body. I had like, you know, an hour between my hypnosis class and this, and I was just like, okay, how am I gonna use this hour? And then I like heard like an inner voice saying like my body wants to move. And I was like, okay, well, my body wants to move. It's like super sunny outside. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that. And like, you know, when, when our bodies are moving, when our bodies are dancing, when we are feeling like we are progressing in life, like that, I think movement is just so natural. And then when we are like doing the exact same thing with money, allowing it to flow, allowing it to move, then it's not only just something that allows you to have more of it, it just feels more natural to you as a human being.
1: Yeah. And it like opens up your capacity. Like if you think about, if you dance, right? And you stretch, if you start stretching today and then track your ability to stretch, say you're trying to get into the splits or something because you want to do a really high, high kick and some dance, right? Your your high kick on day 30 from your practice of stretching, like literally just stretching your muscles, like the energy that you're putting in literally to stretch the muscles that you're using to stretch the muscles will give you a larger capacity, a larger range to be able to kick that leg up. So it's like...
0: So good. Oh my God. So good. Yeah, because you're doing the exact same thing when you are like investing in yourself or allowing yourself to receive, like allowing yourself to receive gifts. Yeah. Allowing yourself to receive love. Like it's a muscle.
1: Yeah. So many of us get trapped in the whole like like I want to win the lotto. When I hear somebody say, I want to win the lotto, I feel like, oh, you must have this like lack of belief in your ability to just make, make that money. Right. And that's okay. But check why, right. Why do you think that it's easier to play a game and then receive a whole lot of money and like, do you think that from that point on you're going to be able to keep that money? Because I do know people who've won the lottery.
0: Yeah. And I think it's also and like lost it all. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I think it's also just like a lack of education in our society about what money is. Like cause we think, like, because I think that person probably sees because me and my mom, my sister used to dream about winning the lottery all the time. And we we're thinking, how much work it would save us. Yes. If we we won that money, right? Because we attribute making money with work. Yes. Like effort in terms of like a job or lots of action or whatever it is. So thinking about making more money feels exhausting and it feels like this, people are like, ah, it's not even fucking worth it to try to strive for more because I don't want to put in any more work.
1: So so funny because
0: with like that and like the the stretching of of the muscles that we were talking about.
1: Let's switch this one to love because I think if you think about it, like your capacity to love, your capacity to love first starts with your capacity, I think, to love yourself. In all honesty, right? So your capacity to receive love, if it starts there with your capacity to receive love that you're giving to yourself, it starts out like however big it starts out as. And as you increase your ability to love yourself and receive love from yourself, your ability to uh, like give and receive love from others grows and you can feel that, right? You can feel that shift of love and it's, it's the same for money. I know that sounds crazy to a lot of people, right? Because I have to say, before before I'd done any sort of thought work or found coaching, like I've always had like spiritual practices and like, you know, practicing the feeling of abundance is not even the same as practicing the feeling of receiving or practicing that energy of receiving, you know what I mean? And thinking because this ability for us to like receive our own love or to accept our own love. It it requires us to think as humans, right? We have to think, we think in words humans do most of the time. And if we can't even say like, I love you to ourselves in the mirror because we feel weird, right? Imagine what that actually means for you. When, when you're looking at your own capacity to receive love from others, when others are looking you in the eye and telling you that they love you. So with those words, I love you, and that, that like mirror analogy, like for you to be able to think I can make money and it doesn't have to take more physical effort. Like if you can't believe that statement, then there's like that. There's like an energetic block, and the block is like, what is it? It's doubt, right? Doubt is a huge energetic block for so many people because think about what happens to your body when you experience doubt. (laughs) Yeah, right? Like that's what I picture, like
0: putting on the brakes. Yeah, yeah. So, so what you said about, yeah, even when you said, like, I can create more money without putting in more effort, and even just like leaning into that idea mm-hmm. is like, to me, it starts to kind of expand my body, kind mm-hmm. of like stretches out a little bit and like opening my mind up to the possibility. Like, how could that be true?
1: Yeah, right.
0: But when you have that blocker of like, no, 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 right? You don't even have the capacity to be able to experience that expansion. And when you experience that expansion, it kind of feels like uncomfortable.
1: Yeah. Just like when you find somebody you actually love who wants to be in a relationship with you. If you have the, f- if you have the thought in your head, this person could never love me. They're too good for me. Even if that thought is so silent you can't hear it and it comes out like something like, eh, they probably aren't that interested anyway. That's usually what it sounds like to us, right? In our minds. That thought that sends up like doubt single signals that's that energetic block Mm -hmm. you know I feel like sometimes when you're thinking about like the way that money flows it's easier if you could see it from another like energetic currents like another energetic current that's happening love right
0: yeah so When you are, like, increasing your capacity to, like, feel abundance and to feel gratitude and to um, allow for the flow of money, Mm -hmm. how does that create more money?
1: When you're increasing your capacity to feel abundance, how does that create more money? Yeah. Like, how does that work in the universe? Hmm. Okay. So this is the part that I wanted to like really be in denial of for a minute. Um, and then when I realized, wait a second, I see how this all ties together. Um, it made sense to me. So quick story. I started like, I was all involved with energy healing way before coaching right years before. And this is how I got like, quote unquote, unstuck from this relationship that definitely wasn't serving me. And then I found life coaching and thought work. And I was like, this is the jam. And I kind of like put all the spiritual stuff in the closet. I wasn't even talking about how I was. Um, And I was coaching, I think at first I wanted to coach artists, because I am a former makeup artist. And so When I was thinking about like money, but as a spiritual person, believing that I could just feel the abundant energy, like feel an abundant energy or feel like a receiving energy or feel like a money energy without paying attention to what I was actually thinking about money, without feeling the emotions that I actually had towards money. I wasn't creating any sort of abundance with money. So here's the thing, right? Like when we start to pay attention to what our thoughts actually are about money, then we feel whatever the emotion is that comes with that thought, whatever that emotion is that comes with those honest to goodness thoughts that you're having about money, that's the vibration you're putting out. Is it abundance? Is it not? So if you can feel the vibration of abundance. To me, like when I experience it in my body, it's openness, right? Abundance, it feels like my chest is expanding. So expansion and abundance um, feel a lot to me, like the same thing. And so whatever thoughts that I have that can line up with abundance, like I have so much to give actually for me that feels abundant, which is funny because you wouldn't think like I have so much to give lines up with me receiving a lot of money, but it's part of that energetic currency. So the more I think I have so much to give and I feel into that sentence and to that statement, and I feel that like expansive abundance, and I allow that expansive abundance to be the energy or the emotion that starts me taking any sort of action, any sort of movement forward, any sort of decision, right, then I trust that whatever that decision is that I'm making from that abundant expansive place, it's the right decision.
0: Mm. Yes no, I love that yeah because when you're leaning into those beliefs, like, I have so much to give, I have so much to offer, yeah. right, how you show up in the world is totally different. Yes. So coming from this kind of, like, gremlin-y, like, let me get some money, kind of,
1: like, like, sh- sh-meagle? <laughs> Yeah,
0: that's, like, I think I, yeah, I definitely have, like, an inner shmeagol, like, just, like, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> this money, and, um, yeah, and so, also when you're thinking that way you're also thinking about like others not in this place of like what are they thinking about me but in this like how can I serve yeah and when you're in that place then the kind of content that you put out there is so much more like juicy and helpful yeah and I think also just the way that you the way that you show up in the world is at such a heightened state that like people just notice that they just like smell it because at the end of the day, like, especially if you are in the coaching industry and you are a coach, like people buy your energy. Yeah. Like jump on a call with you and they're like, Hey, love your energy. I want that. (laughs)
1: that You could do that. You know, what's so interesting about it too is because like, so I think that there's this misconception in the spiritual community that if you like, if you're like calling in money, if you're like creating abundance or creating like money flowing to you, like you can't have an attachment to the money, but you have to know that that's what you're manifesting. Right? So there's this like, well, how do I do that sort of question? And what I found like super helpful was knowing that exchange, knowing that current exists, that giving and receiving current exists and not giving for the sake. So what I'll do is like plug into the giving, but not plug into the getting, giving for the sake of receiving because that's right. Like that's what knocks you out of that energy. So if you're lit
0: By how it feels in your body too. Yeah. Like, like if it yeah. Feels like genuine giving or just like here it is and then you feel like proud of it and you're like done. versus like when you're giving to receive it's like oh what like what is the engagement on that post or like how come no one has messaged me for a consult yet you can tell like that wasn't the real kind of reason why you were um sharing
1: it's like when you give a gift and what you're really looking for is a thank you Mm. (laughs) instead of just giving a gift and being like this is for you And if you never mention it to me, then good. You know, if you get to enjoy it and you forget to say thank you, it means nothing to me. Like when you can get to that place. So this is what place, um, Because we were talking about, I think we were talking about consultations earlier, like in my consultations, and I'm sure in yours, because I see your conversion, you know, (laughs) like you probably think nothing about whatever your goal is or whatever your money situation is. Do you? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I
0: do. Like, I definitely do. But the thing I do is that I hold space for it. Like I make sure that like my fears are safe in my body. Their fears are safe in my body. I can hold space for both of us. So like my fears can be there, their fears can be there. And if they're just like swimming in this kind of like watery, like little soup. (laughs) (laughs) Just like, um, like everything is welcome.
1: Mm, Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like even my own fears are welcome and I am safe to totally fuck it up and they are safe to like show their like deepest fears and to like fall on the console and like that kind of thing. So I think, um, yeah, just like, that that openness and love for, for both me and the person. Oh, yes. Yeah. Right? Like creates that creates that kind of expansive, watery. Like- but what I
1: mean is like, you're not sitting there going, they have to sign because if they don't, then I'm not going to hit my goal. So I have to figure out a way to make them do it. You're not thinking those thoughts, are you? Yeah, no, you-
0: <laughs> <laughs> I used mean, to. I wasn't signing any clients for sure about those things.
1: Yeah, so same. So this is what shifted, right? Yeah,
0: but was resisting those thoughts, right? Because it's uh, yeah. totally natural and totally human. Yes. Right? Like, when you resist those, like, greedy, hustly thoughts, then it, they, they get shoved into this little box. Mm-hmm. And they come out in these, like, you know, kind of subconscious, weird ways.
1: And so oh, yeah.
0: It goes back to what you said at the beginning. Like, really having... Um, an allowance for where you're at mm-hmm. and 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 I think especially a lot of the people in my circle have a lot of like resistance to being that greedy person because they want to they're such good people they're like I don't want to I don't want to be that but
1: we're yeah. all that- <laughs> the same for spiritual yeah. healers I think that's what it was for me I'm like you you guys like you can make money doing Doing this, it's okay. Like, it doesn't make you a bad person if you can admit to wanting to not just make a living, but like get, like, become rich, become abundant from serving people, helping people. You yeah, know? And
0: back to your ability to receive, right? Like, if you are harboring a lot of guilt for wanting a lot of money, yeah, then that kind of puts this this barrier, this glass ceiling on you and simultaneously you also have this um this fear keeping you in hustle mode Mm. like and so you're in this constant like survival mode where you're not making more than what you quote unquote need
1: but you also have
0: fear keeping you from like risking it yes (laughs) yeah that's the ultimate
1: stuckness yeah
0: limbo limbo period so like what I, what I really like to do is just imagine like the fear kind of, of the worst case scenario really like opening up to that and allowing for that and also like dissolving some of that guilt and that just expands your range of money. Like it's not about like go shooting for the stars, but just expand your range.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The willingness to be like, I'm willing to be broke again. I've done it, sister.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: And guess what? If I can love myself while broke, you know, and love myself while making like the most amount of money I've ever made, then I'm safe. And whoever comes into my circle is safe too. Right. To experience uh, both. I yeah. love
0: that. Just like, yes, being willing to experience the range of money. Yeah. Uh, instead of change Everything box. Mm-hmm. So good. So, 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 so good. Okay, so I think that's like the perfect place to end. So, do you want to tell people how they can find you?
1: You can find me mostly on Instagram at at J. J Navarro, or you can find me on Facebook. And I think you can find me just by my name, Jen Navarro, J E N N A V A R O.
0: Nice. Thank you so
1: much. Thanks for having me.
0: <laughs> <That sounds laughs> so my clients don't just sign a bunch of clients and have five-figure months. My clients create revolutions. They pave the way for the next generation and see how their work is Actually, changing the world. Like, I work with my clients to create a vision for themselves and for the world that is far, far beyond signing clients and making money. I teach you how to be aligned with your purpose and aligned with your integrity, the thing that is the most true to your soul. And that's how I teach you how to make money. That's how I teach you how to sign clients. So if you want to be on my team of world changers and revolution makers and money makers, then reach out to me. Go to the link on my show notes to uh, apply to be my client.